<clears throat> Today is Monday, December 28th, 2020. I'm here with uh, my best friend, David Chen, and uh, we are in the the old, the good old podcasting studio. <laughs> <So> <laughs> Bro, this carne asada is really good. It is, isn't it? Um, so, David, how's it going? It's going pretty good. Um, no, no, no. You, you know what? Sorry. Let me... Um, Let's do this episode for real. Um, you know, today was an exciting day. We finally did our trifecta activities. We hit tennis, got food, and now we're recording. And now I'm eating. You finished your bowl, right? Yeah, I, I knocked it out in like two seconds. I was starving, starving. But yeah, David's uh, currently chowing down on some food. Mm-hmm. I think we need that. <laughs> we exercised a lot. Uh, and, and we're just chilling right now. And, and I love this feeling. Like, I do. I do. This is this is what we wanted, right? This is we wanted have food here, relax, and just talk about what we need to talk about. Yeah. So, well, we, we, but th- I think we should, for for rec- the record, you know, we should probably mention what we did in the past fifteen minutes. Yeah, yeah. So we uh, we were in here with uh, Hunter and Smoot, and we recorded a, their first episode of Bear to the no second episode of Bear to the Bone. Well, first ep- they recorded a trailer. Okay, okay. So first official episode. And why do I feel like we've just been like either the first or second episode of so many podcasts? <laughs> <laughs> like everybody just invites us on, which I don't mind. I like it. It's fun. It's fun to see like where people are going with it. And uh, you know, I had a lot of fun. And it's cool to be part of like the, f- the first step in a lot of things, right? Because like when it grows big and shit, yeah, you can yeah. say like, you know, I was there at the beginning. I just... uh. Damn, I just wish there was like me and you, but like freshmen, and they oh were just like, God. "I want to start this again," and then they just started it. Like, if we had four years, David, I think this would have gone like we would hit like international level stuff. <laughs> I'm serious. I don't. I think we would have got a senator on or something. Shit. I I truly believe that. Like, I, I agree. Actually. I think we would have like somehow ended up in Washington D.C. if we were given four years, and. But we did a lot for what we had. Mm-hmm. Uh, literally a year, we scrambled me and you together. And we got so much done. Wait, let's think about it. How much time did we actually spend on season two? Because the pandemic, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, we had. Did we did we get started in month one of the school year? Like we started. Yeah. We d- uh, no, we didn't. Because we month got, two, right? We started in September. So September. Our first episode was in October, though. So, okay, so uh, let's say October then. To be completely honest, October, November, December, January. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> February, mm-hmm. March, done. Seven. And more like six and a half. Mm-hmm. So, so it's December. We took a break, remember? Wow. So in six and a half months, we were able to upload probably like over what? 60 episodes? 70 episodes? Maybe 80. How many did you have before we hit 112? 15. Wait, so we, we, we the students... Over 90. Uh, in six and a half months? Yeah, because we were averaging 10 plus a month. Cause oh, remember, cause that's why we I, did that? How I remember is because we would get $10 an episode for our sponsors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we would get over $100 every month. Wow. So at least 10. Well, pat on the back. That was, I, I don't think I've ever been that productive in my life. Oh, sh- I realized our money is still in the club account. We have a club account. Well, we got to let Molly know about that. Yeah, I just don't know if, I just don't remember the count. Number. Let's just cash in and get some sushi tonight. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. 
RIP to the sponsors. But uh, how you doing, dude? Yeah. So um, I think uh, we ended off the last episode with me saying like we should probably wait until the studio to talk about this. Um, and yeah, I think as a confession, I just want to say um, let me get this closer. I just want to say like I don't know if it's, well I, I this may have this may have occurred with you, but like. Do you ever reach a point where like, you don't want to socialize with your family? Yes. Like, like I remember at one, at one point, um, we, I, my family wanted to watch a movie and stuff, and I just didn't want to be around them. And it was not like I hated them. I obviously not. Yeah, you just didn't want to talk to them anymore. I just didn't want to be around them. And it sounds so privileged and like so stupid and like, like uh, was that, that that rich snotty white kid? Like I or just hate kid. my I don't family. Know I hate them. Yeah, and in the meantime, they provide the most for you, right? They give me food. They give me a wonderful home. But I completely get it. Like, but like, it feels so bad to feel that way. You know, like you're. It's, they, they give you so much that you, for some reason, don't want to be around them. Well, because excuse me. <laughs> This food thing is This is the one downside. You're gonna whoever's listening to this. This this either sounds really disgusting or 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 appetizing. I don't know. Um but okay, so I've always thought of that like you the the whole thing where like you can't even criticize your parents or or do anything. Mm. You can't even think about them because they how much they do for you. But my therapist my therapist has been uh telling me like, Cal, it's not about the the financial thing. Like they have a good job. Like they're gonna provide for you, obviously. Like that—that's just how it is. Like that—that's a constant. But like, what's really important is: can they provide for you mentally? Can they, like, you know, ask what's up and pick up on your cues? Like, if you're obviously depressed and your parents just ignore it, it's messed up. Like, imagine if your kid just looked distraught and just walking around, taking deep breaths and trying to feel better, and he's not doing any of his work. You can either punish the kid for not doing his work or think that there's more to the problem than just not doing his work and like if your parents aren't providing for you mentally then obviously you'd get kind of fucking sick of them and just kind of want to stay in your room and distract yourself and there is i think that i think that's part of it i think you're, you're getting through dude i feel like the more time you spend with your therapist you can become a therapist man i have learned so good. much like she's the best dude shout out to susan baldassano <laughs> md <laughs> but um there's there's kind of a toxic relationship between my mom and my little brother. Because, mm. you know, obviously, this is a, this a tough thing about going to college. Like, my little brother has a lot of pressure now to also do well and shit. Yeah, yeah. And my mom is also worried because, like, oh, no, you know, I want him to do well as well. But that's not the way to do it, to worry about. I know. Right? And and, and now, like, she's at, she's making him do all these, like, things, these extracurriculars. And that's the, that's the one thing that ticks me off the most. Because, like, for me... And for us, yeah. right, we did we the students with no expectation of getting this anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now, I mean, I feel like podcasts helped me get into college. I feel like it's going to help you get into college. I think definitely because so. yeah. your essays were, you know, yeah. all about it and yeah. stuff. That's how I think it should be done, right? Like you should find find what you love to do and then twist that into something that you can get accomplishment out of. Not, I need an accomplishment now. Let's find something. Yeah. But anyways, um. You know, <clears throat> she's making him do a lot of things. And you, you know how it is when people make you do something like like the dishes, right? Like if you do the dishes yourself, like it feels good. And then the oh, yeah. moment someone tells you to do it, you're like, oh, it's the worst, right? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I definitely feel like he, he's getting that. Well, and, oh, go ahead. Well, 
same thing and I, and I swear to god I think he has some sort of mental issue right now where like he just it's just tough right because like the moment he because I'm sure he has moments where he doesn't want to do it and when he doesn't my mom catches him he she goes into a shouting match and I can hear it from my room and stuff and it's just so I I my mom has a very interesting way of being mad where like maybe it's also because I've heard years of it yeah where it just like triggers me really like, I I cannot even think when I hear you probably have mild PTSD. To be completely honest. I don't. I don't know. I and again, it feels so messed up to call no, it that. No, no, but that's the thing, David. If the the step to rehabilitation and the <laughs> step, I'm serious. And the step to is to admit, like where things aren't going right, and uh, know that you're not in the wrong. Like, and I, I'm almost convinced. Like, I put more trust into teenagers and kids than probably most people because I think if a kid is not depressed and a kid is doing what he wants to do, he's going to be productive. But if a kid is depressed, he's going to sit in his room and go on his phone all day. Like, I know that for a fact. And so the thing is, like, so if your kid's not being productive and you're punishing for that, you're making him more depressed. So he's going to be less productive. Mm -hmm. And then he's going to mm -hmm. be a zombie because the only reason why he's going to be doing things is to make sure his parents don't punish him. It's the worst situation, right? That sounds terrible. And if your brother's going through that, that must be tough stuff, man. Tough stuff. But I mean, I'm, I'm the perfect example of my parents. They don't push me to do anything. Like my parents have never been the type to be like, don't do that, like do this, yeah. you have to do this. And I just go out and do things and I do a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And the worst thing is like, I wanna help, but when I help, I say like, yo, stop pushing him so hard. Or like, don't always yell at him. I get blamed for like, hey, you're trying to mess up your little brother's chances of, of doing well, where you already secured a decent situation. Right, so like it makes me sound like the selfish one here, mm -hmm. where like I'm, I'm like content with my results now, and I don't want my brother to succeed for some reason. Well, what other, what is, he, what school is like? What's the worst school he can go to? I don't know, and I don't really care for one. Right, yeah, I, don't I don't think that's that's really relevant to someone's well being. It's not, and that's the one thing I can't convince my parents of. Like, there's no way. That's just. I, I don't know how to. I, I at this point I have not discovered a way to say it to them. And I can't, right? Because I'm at Harvard, and I and I feel such a douchebag for saying it's not important. Where me personally, I have made it an importance, yeah, to go to some place like that. So I don't know. I'm just stuck, right? Which is why I kind of wanted to go back to campus, so I'm away from that. But there's also that lingering guilt where like I'm escaping, right? Mm. And I'm leaving him behind. And I don't know, man. I'm just, it's just such a horrible situation. Well, I mean, you do have to think about yourself first. Like yeah, if you're not happy, then don't try to help other people. No, but like the thing is, my little brother has helped me so much as well in my, like I have vivid memories. Like when I was studying for the spelling bee, um, he would he would be there helping me study, Oh, yeah. you know? And yeah. that feels so bad when you think about like what, what I have returned and I don't know how much I have. In fact, I don't know if I've done anything for him, except sure, play tennis with him, but that was also for me. Right? Never, I don't, the worst feeling of my my existence is thinking that I don't think I've ever done anything for my little brother be purely to help him. And not versus, because you were getting some something Versus out of it. I was also getting something, right? And that's the worst feeling of <laughs> Damn, that does sound terrible. Like that sounds, damn, that's guilt right there. Yep. Yeah, it is. Oh, David. Maybe maybe this will make everything better. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck, dude? 
No, but so I don't know. That's why I, I don't know. I, I think I also need to get a therapist, man. I just need to get the shit out. Well, yeah, you know, you, you know, one of the first signs of feeling like being depressed is you feel guilty about everything, and you feel like everything's your fault, and you feel like you like somehow owe people things. That's, I mean, if you're that, that's one of the first signs, and then if you're stressed about everything, it's a second sign. And if you have no motivation to do anything and you're forcing yourself to do stuff, it's a third sign. And if you're constantly drawn to low stimulation uh, things to do, then that's probably the fourth it's sign. It's also excessive sleep, right? If you sleep like 12 hours a day and also nap in that same day, it's... Well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> check one, check two. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But yeah, David, get a therapist. Like we can't keep, we have a podcast called How's It Going and you don't have a therapist? <laughs> <laughs> like Cardinal sin. That doesn't make too much sense. And I think it would just, dude, I've, I think I've honestly finally turned a corner. Like yeah. I seriously think I've finally like, I'm not, yeah, you're reading, I'm not depressed. And I think I, th- this is the first time I can, po- I can actually say that in the last like eight months. Like I seriously don't think I'm depressed yeah. and I would basically what I've learned to do. And I don't know, cause it's talking about feelings. It's like so abstract. There's just no words to really explain it, but what has helped me the most is I just actually feel things. Like when I feel stressed, you have a few options. Some people go smoke a cigarette. Some people jewel. Some people go scroll on their phone until they're distracted enough to forget about it. But what I do That's is what I, I do. But what I do is I literally, I, I go into my, I'm not even kidding. And it's hard to talk about feelings without sounding stupid. Yeah, no, no. I go into my head and I just try to clear my mind and I just focus on the stress. I isolate the stress and I just feel feel it like i just I, I don't try to think about anything else all i do is i complete i just look at the stress and force myself to feel all of it at the same fucking time and then what happens it passes and and i've been so depressed and down before and i sat there and i i just thought of the depression is is as intense as i can possibly feel it and right after it happens i get into a fit of laughing and crying at the same time my huh. body my body doesn't even know what to do it's just in pure confusion because I haven't done that. And it's, it doesn't even know what to do. It's just like everything's going off at the same time because it's like, wow, you actually invited a feeling for once instead of trying to distract yourself. And that's why I think suicide rates are at an all time high and are going to keep going up because it's so easy to distract yourself from the way you feel. Oh, and you just wait for it to build up. And I mean, think I, like my, my parents, my dad doesn't allow himself to feel stress. And let's think about stress. Let's think about chemicals in our brain millions and millions and millions of years of evolution have created these chemicals and to ignore them you're not doing them their justice they exist for a reason and mm. if you're just going to try to push all away all these feelings even depression itself acknowledge it feel as much as possible even if it forces you to cry or it forces you to just sit there just do it because it will never go away if you don't confront it that's facts that's facts. That's facts. And I think, I think this phone thing is, is helping a lot. Our, I, our I screen so time too. packed. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about that a little bit. Cause we, we were able to, we got some time. Well, it's, it's today's a short episode anyways. Um, yeah, we're good though. I just want to bring this last part up that we talked about during tennis. Yeah. You obviously you're getting some really good results from lowering. I mean, yes. the fact that you're reading those kinds of books is really cool. Um, and, but you did bring up a concern. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, and I, I felt it yesterday. And maybe this was just a little bit of me second guessing. But I was like, "Am I really having fun? Like, is this? Am I really improving my life?" And I guess 
it's just a philosopher in me to question everything. Yeah. So I asked myself, like, am I tricking myself into thinking that this is fun? And you said, what did you say? Well, I said that. Think about the phone, right? The phone is not something that's built in your body. It was yeah. also something that f- was introduced to you, like a book. Yeah. And it was this. It was the original trick. It, that was the first thing that tricked you into thinking being on your phone is a point of relaxation and attention grabbing and, yeah, a, yeah. and numbing, right? That was the original trick. So you have to untrick yourself and now you have to find a new thing to trick into. And I think the best thing to trick yourself into relaxing is either book or exercise, right? But I, I think we, we already exercise for fun anyways. Yeah. To be able to, like we mentioned this, right? Like imagine if we can honestly say that like, hey, I want to relax, let me read a book. Instead of, okay, I have a time to relax, let me get on my phone. Like, dude, the former, to be able to say the former would would literally catapult our lives yeah. into yeah. a state of bliss, man. Yeah. B- knowledge and bliss. I know. And, and I'm trying to get Molly on this too. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, I found a little concern of like, am I being too life coachy? Mm. But like, I need people, like this is the way to live life. It really is. And, yeah. I, and I think Molly is is too extraordinary to waste her time on her phone. Oh, yeah. Because what, what, what I look at the phone is like, Someone who doesn't care about anything, someone who has no intentions to do anything with their life, someone who doesn't plan to do anything for society, right? Just the lowest scum of the earth, murderer. (laughs) Let's think about him. Uh He's scrolling on his phone right now. And then let's think of Molly Wendell, super extraordinary person who has plans to literally change the world or become a professor or do something amazing and, and really help people. She's scrolling on her phone. They're doing the same thing. Right. They're doing the same thing. It's the great equalizer. No matter how great or extraordinary or smart you are, the phone will just... The great equalizer. It will equal... It's the great equalizer. Yeah, so that's a very good way to put it. So... I think everything you said there, you should just say to hurt her. Like, don't pull the brakes at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think... And I agree. If you say that to someone else, like someone who's not Molly, I agree that's maybe like... You can say it once, but like if you yeah, continue... Yeah, yeah. Then but it's Molly is your significant other. And I think you owe it to her to to share what you, what you've gotten better with i i and i i will be annoying about it because she deserves it i agree yeah exactly yeah exactly if you frame it that way I and think so what right. i did yesterday i gave her a pep talk she called me uh and she was not doing well because she just felt like a slob she's like i was like how long were you on your phone she's probably over six hours what did you do basically nothing i texted my friends i watched youtube i didn't even like take time to cook something i just snacked all day and I'm like, well, what are you going to do tomorrow? And I said, and she didn't really have any good ideas. So I said, well, you know what you're going to do? You're going to grab your, you're going to grab your easel, which is like the thing that holds okay. up a canvas. Yeah. I said, you're going to drive out to Snelling and you're going to bring your speaker and you're going to listen to some Stan Getz, <laughs> girl from Impanina, and you're going to sit there with your easel on your canvas and paint the goddamn dam in Snelling. That doesn't that sound like fun to you? Uh-huh. Like, but your phone tricks you into thinking that that's not worth it and that's not worth your time. Yeah. And the worst thing is like, you can have plans for that and you're like, okay, let me go on my phone just real quick. 15 minutes max, right? Yeah. Before you know it, it's like two hours in. You're like, oh, it's already past the time I thought I was going to do this. The sun's going down. Right, exactly. And then like, that's the worst thing about winter as well. Because like the sun goes down like 4.30. Your days are shorter. Yeah. Right. So like the moment you see it's dark, like, fuck, my day's over. So whatever. I'll just come back. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the worst, man. Winter is by far the worst time for screen time, which which is why I'm so proud of of like us being sub three multiple days now. That's like, fantastic. Dude, remember we first started this, we were both at six plus hours. Six plus hours, yeah. And, and it was all social media yeah, too. It was like disgusting. my number one was YouTube or TikTok. It was disgusting. Terrible. 
my number one hasn't even been YouTube or TikTok this entire time. It's either Safari because I'm like looking up definitions to words in the book that I don't know, or like Robinhood because I'm trading stock. That's pretty much all I'm doing on my phone. Oh yeah, have you seen Bitcoin at twenty seven thousand dollars? Wild stuff. And in Alibaba, I sold it because uh-huh. I was I was in at like two eighty, and Chinese government literally a week after I sold it, this thing plummeted a hundred dollars in a Ooh. day. I would have lost like probably a thousand dollars. Jesus day. Christ! But I got out in time, and now I'm back in. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. I remember when Bitcoin was nine thousand dollars when the semester started. I was thinking about buying more. No, like, Tesla's no. the wild one though. Tesla Remember, is Max the wild Zimmerman one. got in at three hundred, and now the stock is at about uh, six hundred and sixty after it's split into five. Yeah, so it's at three thousand. It's ten times. Holy smokes! Yeah, he he earned his money, bro. <laughs> he he earned some bang. He made that's the, right the thing move. with stocks. So that's why I don't want to like trip myself over this because no, you're like, yeah. oh, I should have done that. I should have done this. So now when you see it, you just want to get in. No, but, and it's it's unnecessary. It, Unneeded anxiety in your life. Exactly. You like why, Yeah. You just purchase some ETFs or exactly. Yeah. Get a Vanguard trust fund and just let it just let it grow. Just, yeah. Let it grow. Easiest way to earn money: sitting around. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Stress free way. Yeah. But I think this is a good. Thank you. I appreciate this. Yeah. I really yeah, do need to get a therapist. Um, let this stuff out. But this is a good. This is a good start. And hey, man, if you have any solutions to my plight. I'm all here. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so, yeah. But yeah, this is good. Um, this is how pretty much how I felt. Sorry, Cal, didn't have too much time to. <laughs> we're having too much. Whenever we're in the studio, you're gonna hear this. So, um, anyways, go. this is what we have. This is how David and Cal felt Monday, December twenty eighth, twenty twenty.